What's up, guys? Welcome to Hope for Humanity Podcast. I'm your co-host, Hope Fister. I'm your other co-host, Eden Brooks. And today... (laughs) So, in case you guys didn't, you know... A little, realize, little announcement. <laughs> realize we we actually recorded a podcast on Saturday, but we accidentally deleted it. It was it was and yeah. by we I mean me. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. So, it randomly also it kind of stopped recording. It did. In like yeah. at towards the end for some reason. So that's why we were trying to figure it out. Yeah. So, and that's why we deleted it. Yeah. So um, just yeah. Sorry about that. So in case Whoops. you got, for those uh, for those loyal listeners, aka that one loyal listener, <laughs> maybe two loyal listeners. Yeah. Um, we we're sorry. We didn't we're so sorry. Episode, but we today apologize. we decided for Rapid Topic Tuesday, we're actually going to make it our serious Saturday topic that we talked yeah. about on Saturday because we thought it was a really great topic. Mm-hmm. It was, um, and we talked about a lot of cool things. We did, and very like. So what, what, what were those topics? Aiden? We talked about mental health and trust in like trust in God and trust in, you know, just anything. Yeah. Um, but it was, I think it was mainly focused on mental health. I don't yes. know. What do you think was it? Yeah. I think the big focus was mental health. And mm-hmm. I think we did like ultimately with mental health, trusting in God, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Also, we mentioned something about singleness and I feel again, like that all kind of wrapped into one, mm-hmm. was one big subject. Um, yeah, it definitely was. So, I think singleness could be its own topic though, if we wanted oh, yeah. to use this coming Saturday for just like, hey, oh, we're going to yeah. talk about singleness because Single- we're both really good at Saturday it. Saturday singleness. Single Saturday singers. Sing, wait, serious, serious, serious singleness Saturday. Serious single singleness. Serious single <gasps> Saturday. Serious, yeah, that's yes. a tongue twister. Maybe we should. Um. So, if he rips that screen, Eden, he I won't. swear to you. Um. Anyway, He'll Eden, right off the bat, um, what has been your experience with mental health? Like, have you ever gone through periods of where you're real struggling, and if so, how did you combat that? How did you, you know, just um, what were some key things that? I've definitely gone times. through, like, periods of, like, mental health and, like, you know, issues. Mm, like, struggling mental Struggling, health, yeah. yeah. I've definitely gone through, like, a season of depression when I was younger, and I think right now it is, like, it's, de- like, I definitely do think I'm going through, like, a type of depression, not, like, the type where it's, like, you know, like... I'm not trying to, like, not clinically diagnosed depression. It's just a season of depression. Mm -hmm. It's been really hard mentally and, like, emotionally, physically. I'm, like, exhausted. And it's, like, I'm not even, like, doing anything. But Mm -hmm. I just, like, always feel like that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's been very interesting trying to combat that. Like, I know that I've come to, like, realize that the only thing that's going to be able to calm me, like calm my stress and Mm -hmm. give me the actual rest that I want is only going to come from God. It's just been really hard because I still find myself sometimes going to other things to like, like take away my stress or give me the peace that I want. Like I'll like Mm -hmm. dive into like work or some other hobby and stuff like that when I really need to just like, I need to sit back and I need to like pray for a minute Yeah, and like really get that. I get that. Yeah. Really get Um, God in there. (laughs) A little side note though, seasonal depression is for real. Man. It's back. It's, it's cold and it's back. It's for real. Like, it's so sad. It makes me want to cry. Like, I could like literally first, tear up right like now. Like, the first day of warmth, though, I was, like, so happy. I was like, this is so nice. I know. Saturday was like, oh, my God. So, I was, like, I was in such a good mood. Oh, um, yeah. Like, 
but it's a real thing also it's allergy season i literally hate that yeah literally hate that for myself um i'm already dying and we haven't really had one like solid couple days or a couple solid days of like warm weather where pollen will be able to accumulate but i'm allergic to mold and mildew and that's where this rain comes in so um anyway yeah, so that's awesome, and that's, like, I totally get that. Yeah, and are you, like, do you think you're some of, like, the same way, or you've gone through some of the same thing, or where do you think you're at right now? Um, I think I'm at, um, let me think about this. You know, I think that I have, I have gone through seasons of depression, and, like, I have, you know, and honestly, I don't want to act like it was all these years ago, but, like, it was only just... A couple months ago, not even a couple months ago, maybe a month ago when I first, when I started to finally like kind of come out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that season of depression kind of lasted a couple, like two, three months. And, um, and it was hard, dude. Oh, I, yeah. I, I felt the same way. I was constantly tired. I felt like, like getting out of bed. It's like the hardest thing the to do. Hardest thing. All I wanted oh, to do was goodness. lay there and stare at the ceiling. Like I didn't even want to be on my phone. I really didn't have any motivation to read my Bible, mm-hmm. and you know, which was absolutely awful. Because ultimately, you're right. That's the only thing that's going to help me. That's yeah. the only thing I'm going to need is filling my mind with those truths. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is kind of hard to get to that point where you um, you are going to will yourself to do it. You're going to make yourself read the Word. You're yeah. going to make yourself talk to God. You're going to make yourself. Um, and talk so, to people. Exa- and talk to people. Exactly. That was the biggest, biggest That was something, yeah, thing. we did. We were on that topic on when we did it on Saturday for like a couple minutes, I feel like. We, oh, yeah. we talked about like talking to people because it is a very important thing. Well, people you trust. People and I think that's trust. when trust kind of came into a play mm-hmm. because like, obviously like I'm not going to go bear my soul to someone that I don't trust. Like that exactly. would be, that would be wrong. Like they wouldn't understand where I'm coming from and then they wouldn't know what to do with the information. Oh yeah. It would just be super messed up. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah. So I went through that season of depression and I did like, I finally started to talk to my dad about it. I did start talking to my aunt Tina. Again, these are all obvious family members that you know are mm-hmm. really dear to my heart you know, my aunt tina she's the wisest woman i will ever meet yes she is and she just has god's word stored up in her heart and mind and she knows exactly like she knows the bible front and back almost it's it's crazy oh yeah um so i did start talking to people i started talking to you and i started talking to my friend emma we kind of had like a little bit of accountability that's good um also guys like um if you are that friend that someone is talking to that is going through a hard time, um, check up on them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, put some effort in there, okay? Don't just be someone who says that one time, oh, you can call me anytime. Like, follow up with them. Yeah. You know? And be there for them. You gotta be a friend to have a friend, man. Yeah. So when it, when, Text when them the rubber, out of the blue. When the like... rubber meets the road, guys. Like, mm-hmm. definitely put some effort there. And Eden was definitely really great about that, and my friend Emma was really great about that. They did check up on me. They did, um... They were there to kind of help me um, get through that and give me, kind of give me, be ears to listen to me and mm-hmm. kind of push me towards God's word, push me towards doing the right thing. And just as much as my parents were. Um, so guys, don't be afraid to open up. I think that's really important, especially mm-hmm. during a season of depression or really just any time in your life when you're yeah. struggling. Because you're going to be so like in your head with stuff like that, that it's going to yes. just cause you so much pain and it's going to make yes. like the exhaustion, like that's a word, right? 
Yes. That's going to make that so much worse. Yes. So, um, speaking of being in your head, do you do you find that that's a habit of yours? Do you think it's easy to do? Do you think that's something that you struggle with? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, there I am saying that again. Mm-hmm. Gosh dang it. Anyway, um, yeah, I definitely think I'm in my head, like, way... I mean, with... The past few months, especially, I've been in my head, like, a lot. I've been stressing over things that I shouldn't be stressing about. I've been worrying about things that it's, like, really small. And it's just, like, why are you worrying about that? Like, you're, like, you don't need to worry about that. Like, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been just, like, freaking out. And um, it makes it worse because I don't talk to a lot of people about it. At least at first, I don't talk to a lot of people about it because I'm just, like, I'm I'm just going to deal with it myself like I don't want like I don't want to like drag someone into like my crap yeah kind of type thing so I'm always just like oh like uh, like I'm not I'll deal I'll once I once I'll once I fix it like I'll let people know like oh yeah like I was going through this but like I'm doing better now yeah. type thing and so it's definitely it's definitely been really hard because um talking like talking about like my feelings I've never been really good at mm-hmm. um even though I'm I like I grew up in a household where I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine to talk about your feelings. Like, don't be afraid to talk. Mm-hmm. But, like, for some reason, like, I don't know why, but I grew up, like, not wanting to do that. Yeah. Like, having, like, I was like, I need to look like I'm all put together. But then I would meet certain people that would be like, hey, like, you know, like, or, like, they would they would almost kind of, like, show themselves to me. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's crazy because I actually really need to talk about this. I need to get it off my chest. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of people in my life like that. Like, my sister-in-law was one of those number one people that I would go to. I had a leader at my old church who I would go to a lot about that. Um, obviously, like, my family and stuff like that, they always, like, knew kind of when I was upset. Especially, like, my dad was pretty good about picking up when I was upset. Yeah. Um, and then I've met, like... I've had, like, a lot of friends, like, in my life, whether they were in the past or they're current, that are just like, hey, like, you know, you can talk to me, right? Or, like, they yeah. can just tell when I'm having a bad day, and they're just like, hey, like, you good? Like, how are you doing? And I know you've been one of the people who have reached out a lot more. Um, what was the other person? I feel like there's another one who's done it. But I've got, I mean, yeah, there's always those friends that do it. Mm-hmm. My coworker does it, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And I actually, and I remember saying this on Saturday, um, <laughs> this quote that I heard from, I want to say Jordan Peterson. I don't remember what it was. It was from my sociology class and I was watching some TED talk he did. Um, and this quote, I actually keep it on my laptop and I'm sorry for the sniffling guys. I have a runny nose and I'm like sneezing a bunch. Um, allergies, allergies. Um, but this quote says, vulnerability is the core, the heart, the center of meaningful human, ex- human experiences. Um, so being vulnerable, guys, like people, you, and I understand where you're coming from. Like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to put all this stress, all my life stresses onto someone else. I don't want to put that pressure on another person. I don't want to seem like I'm a mess, especially, and, and I feel like there is like kind of when, you know, as a Christian, mm-hmm. you know, you don't necessarily want to come off as like this absolutely a wreck thing, but that's where humility comes in. Yeah. And that's where Jesus's saving grace comes mm-hmm. in. And that's where that gospel comes in is, you know, and I am a mess and that's because of sin. That's because mm-hmm. I am a human and I am, I am a wreck, you yeah. know, and that's where humility is. But then, but it's like, but because Jesus died on the cross, I am 
he delights in my eyes. I am righteous in his mm-hmm. eyes. I, you know, and, and it's like, you know, those two kind of go hand in hand. And so I understand that. And here's the deal. Like, guys, vulnerability is so incredibly important. Vulnerability with community, with um, you know, those people that you do trust is so incredibly important because it is ultimately the heart, the center, and, the, you know, of meaningful human experiences. Like, if you were to talk to a friend and just be like, oh, like, if they were like, how are you doing? You say, oh, I'm good. Oh, that's great. What are you up to? Oh, you know, doing this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's great. You know, if you don't have meaningful, deep conversations like that and have that vulnerability and have that very openness and have that humility to say, you know what, I'm not doing so great. I'm really struggling struggling with this. Not only does it get it off your chest, but it also allows you to have some prayer warriors on your side. It mm-hmm. allows you to have a community around you that will be praying for you, that will be checking up on you, that will encourage you towards the right thing. And that's incredibly important because ultimately we're sinners. Our natural tendencies is to keep it to ourselves, keep it in the dark, yeah, work on it with ourselves. You know, some of us aren't so naturally like open about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm not. I'm definitely not one of those people that are. And I think in my past relationship that was something that was really highlighted is because he knew that I wasn't good at it, and he did, like, try to make sure that I was, like, that I expressed all my feelings, that I was honest about it, that I was, like, that I told him exactly how I was feeling, which is hard for me, Mm -hmm. and it's something I'm not used to. I'm an internal processor, and so he definitely pushed that, and, and it was a good thing, and it's definitely taught me now, and I think I would say I'm better with it now, as far as just expressing my emotions and expressing my feelings, and, um, where was I going with that? Vulnerability. It's very important, yeah. guys. <laughs> it is very important, and it does benefit you whether you, you believe that or not. And mm-hmm. people who really love you want to hear about those things because the people who really love you want to stick through those things with you, walk through those fires with you. And and it's honestly so beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those people, it may be very few people that really care and really genuinely want to hear those hard times and really genuinely want to encourage you but when you have those few people it makes all the difference yeah it really does Mm -hmm. so how has just um trusting God what has that looked like for you in those hard times has it Mm -hmm. been hard has it kind of when you've because I know for some people it's like when they hit their line of despair they ultimately look up to God and they do really lean into him but then there are Mm -hmm. others who just keep going down yeah and keep going down keep struggling keep you know whatever so how has that looked for you and and if you have like been able to like oh I I am fully 100% trusting God with this how have you done that um it's definitely it's definitely been an interesting process trying to like figure out where all where like all of this is gonna like lead to type thing especially like the negative emotions um but I mean like I I was talking to my coworker about some of this stuff and they said, and I know it's like some, it's like a typical, like kind of like line, like you hear it a lot. Like one good thing about hitting rock bottom is the only place to go is up mm-hmm. type thing. And that's like kind yeah. of like a, not, I don't want to say it's a cliche, but it is like a very well-known like yeah. line. Like people have heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. And something that I realized it's like, yeah, like I've definitely hit rock bottom. I think I've been like sitting at rock bottom for a while now. At yeah. least that's what it feels like. Yeah. But I've also realized is that one of the other good things about rock bottom is that if you have Jesus in your life, you know, the rock at the bottom is Jesus. 
yeah. type thing. And like, yeah. he's going to be the one who will get you out of rock bottom. But it's just like you, I mean, you've stumbled and you fell all the way to this point because you've tried to like, you know, have other things like catch you, have other things like lift you up and put your faith in stuff that obviously like won't work. And it's led you to this point where you're like, oh, I'm at this point now where like I now realize none of that stuff was going to help me. None of that stuff was going to benefit me. It wasn't yeah. going to make m- make the pain go away. Yeah. Now, I, like now it's like I'm at rock bottom and I realized that like all that I needed to do was trust Jesus and yeah. getting past that. Yeah. So first thing I want to say, ask about that is what were some of those things that you tendencies that you would do that would make you feel better? Like the... Just like things that you would... You naturally know. go to? Yeah, yeah. Um, like for me, it was definitely social media. Yeah. Definitely just Instagram. Definitely, I would imagine just throw... You mentioned this, throwing yourself into your work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I would I would definitely say some of the same things. I would um, definitely work um, social media, trying to just distract myself from mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Social media was, I guess, at the time... Like, in moments would be good at that, but, like, once I was off of it, I'd be like, well... I'm just like, I'm still sad type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely will say that I did. um, I thought that some person like um, a guy that was in my life that Mm -hmm. I thought he was 100% supposed to be there um, because he went through it like with me, like through it all. And we had some like bad moments, but we worked it out. Um, I will say that I did think that I put some, I felt like I put at least some pressure on him because I was like, yeah. I wanted to feel okay, um, and I think I was trying to draw that from him and be like, oh, my gosh, I was like, please tell me that things are going to be okay. Like, tell me yeah. that God's got me, or, like, trying to get, like, good reminders, but, like, I was seeking it from him, mm-hmm. and I think I put way too much pressure on him, and I do feel, like, really bad for that because I know I know that that, like, wasn't right. Yeah. And... And it ultimately, it ultimately still led to me still feeling like hurt because obviously I shouldn't have gotten, I shouldn't have seeked my comfort from him. Yeah. I should have gotten it from God. Yeah. And I think it also ended up hurting him way more than I wanted it to because I didn't want to hurt him with something like that. But I think I did Yeah. because I mean, all the pressure that I put onto it and not only did it not help me, but it hurt him and it's just that's something that obviously like no person should do or go through Mm -hmm. but it's something that I think when people go through a lot of pain and they are inside their head and they're going through all that stuff that they really have to be careful about who they put that type of pressure on it can be a guy like in a relationship it can be with a friend it can be with a sibling or another family member like it doesn't matter who it's with Mm -hmm. I think you really got to be careful about who you seek like comfort from exactly because there's some yeah and in like um it, it is incredibly easy to do that to oh, yeah. put your trust to put your emotional stability into a person who you can see who who can hold you who can mm-hmm. you who you can you know hear and it's it's um it's very easy and I totally get that and I've definitely done that before um and this kind of goes back to one of our earlier episodes when we talked about relationships, I think, um, mm-hmm. it is incredibly detrimental and incredibly important that you, um, as a Christian, are stable and stable enough to where you will be 
yeah, this is kind of you will be completely dependent on God, right? Yeah. No, where you're, I, it's important that you're completely dependent on God. That way, when you are in a relationship and you guys are both dependent, completely dependent on God, God, you won't place so much of that dependency on each other mm-hmm. because ultimately, man, man's gonna fail you. You know, yeah, we're fallen. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's gonna fail you, and. Men and I, I say man and talking about man and woman, you know. Yeah, like mankind. Mankind, yeah. Not um not just men. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not just men. Not just men. I mean girls do it too. I mean, yeah. We so it's it. not just it's not just the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> um but so I think for myself, um what was I talking about? Trusting in God, right? Yeah. <laughs> for myself. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna say this right now. I so, well, yeah, okay, so during my season of depression, okay, it was obviously very hard to trust in God, because it was like, how could God let me go through all this, you know, just the basic, mm-hmm. like, questioning of, like, why am I going through through this, how come God will let me go through this, how come this happened in my life, how come I feel like this, how come he, God is okay with me feeling like this, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, I've definitely had those moments, and I actually went into the story the other, you know, during this season of depression, looking for a book by Sadie Robertson, it was, like, Fearless, and, you know, because I thought that I just, I was like, I need like a daily devotional book that I would like to start reading. I went into the store, didn't find it, but I actually came, I found this book called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. And, and I, mind you, I was not looking for this book. I had no <laughs> idea. Okay. But, and I think it was an absolute God thing that I found it. So I ended up walking out of the store with that book instead. Um, and it was, it basically just literally, it called me out and it was like, you're a toxic thinker. I am a toxic such a thinker. To- I'm a such a toxic oh, thinker. Sure. I am such a like a pessimistic thinker. Like I think mm-hmm. the worst of everyone. I think that you go to the if, absolute yeah. like worst. Oh yeah, like, case scenario. Exactly. Like if a girlfriend, if I asked a girlfriend out and she was just like, she's like, oh I can't. Like I have other plans. I immediately think, oh she doesn't like me. Oh she doesn't. Blah blah. blah. She's it's being like, so mean. She's a little bit. Blah. She's probably gossiping about. Me. You know whatever. I would think it's the, like, I'm not a good friend. Exactly. Like, yeah. I would think the absolute worst. And so that book definitely pointed out to me like. I'm a toxic thinker, and I have the quote over here, um, and it really stuck out to me. In in the book, she was basically just talking about toxic thinking, and the quote says, "The danger of toxic toxic thinking is it produces an alternate reality, one in which, um, oh, shoot, one in which distorted reasoning actually seems to make sense." And isn't that so true? It is true. Do you, have you ever just created an absolute false reality, like a false scenario in your head that you think something's going to go down and it, you've completely stressed out? Yep. You're, and, it make, and it seems like it makes sense, you know? Oh, yeah. I do it um, probably every day. Exactly. Yeah. So it's horrible. It's very hard. So then you're a toxic. Everyone's a toxic. Oh, yeah. Teacher. Our minds are just crazy messed up. But, oh, yeah. But it makes it worse when you're going through a season of depression, a season of anger or anything else. When you're going through a hard time, it makes the toxic thinking like 10 times worse. Yeah. And so, like, ultimately, I so I got that book. I started reading it. Guys, I definitely recommend this book. Mm-hmm. If you are like a very much in your head kind of person, internal processor, I recommend Get Out of Your Head by Jen- Jenny Allen. It's very important and it's very simple. The chapters are short. It's very like straightforward, no complicated. It's not a complicated read. Um, I also recommend Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table by Louis Giglio. That is a great book. It's around the same thing and basically it's like it centers around Psalm 23. And it focuses on just, like, people who have anxiety or people who do, who are toxic mm-hmm. thinkers. And the theme is don't give the enemy a seat at your table, meaning, it, based off of Psalm 23, um, the Lord... Oh, what is it? 
Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He makes me lie down. He leads, he leads me, me behind still peaceful, waters. Peaceful streams. He le- he yeah. Lays- <laughs> he has me lie down in green yes. pastures? Something yes. like that. He uh, sets a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And that's what it is. It's... it's um, he makes it so personal. It's really cool. He makes Psalm 23 so incredibly personal. Like, um, the part of, in Psalm 23 where it says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. It's like, he makes, he sets this perfect picture of like, there's a giant table with all your favorite foods, you know, maybe some hamburgers for me, saltine oh, yeah. crackers, Salt- you know. <laughs> Oyster crackers. <laughs> Oyster crackers, every kind of cracker out there, graham oh, crackers. Yeah. I'm a cracker person. Coffee. Um, coffee. And... He sets up this table in the presence of all the chaos. And and, and my friend Emma actually put this beautifully because she's read it too. She's like, there's like this bubble picture. It's like a big bubble and just all the devils and Satan, they're just outside of this bubble, just banging on it. Like, God, you know, just making Let a ruckus. In. Let mm-hmm. me in. And, he, he, and, and then Louis Giglet is just like, that's just a big table. All your favorite foods. It's Jesus. He's pouring you a glass of water. Pouring you some coffee. Probably turning into wine. Probably turning into wine. You're sitting at the other end. It's just you two, and you have all this chaos going around you. And it basically is like, are you going to let the enemy have that third seat in the middle of, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. and he basically just points out, like, a bunch of different things. Like, oh, what does it look like? What are the enemy's tactics um, for getting a seat at your table? And, like, are you letting him sit down? Are you letting him have that, um, be in that intimate moment with you and Jesus? Mm-hmm. And it's like a great book. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, but I read those books. I did. I, my tendency was to go onto social media and was just to, just to lay down, stare at the ceiling, do absolutely nothing. Um, once I read these books, once I started getting into my word, once I willed myself to get out of bed, get involved in a young adults group, get in the community, get involved in a in church, get, you know, go to all these different things. Um, once I willed and forced myself to get out of bed and God gave me the strength, that's when things started to get better. That's mm-hmm. when I started being proactive is when things started getting better. When I started reading my Bible, when I started praying, when I started going to my young adults group in a community of believers that were around my age, when I started getting involved, that's when like, I, was, I started coming out of that season of depression. And, yeah. and it's awesome, guys. So like, listen, right off the bat, I understand how hard it can be. I understand how... Sometimes you can feel like you have absolutely no emotions and you and here's how I describe it is like here's how I would describe it when I on those days that I don't have any I feel like I don't have any emotion I hate it super discouraging I feel so far away from God I say I feel like if you put me in front of a wall to watch paint dry I would be completely fine. I would sit there. You with have the, the time of your life. I would have the time. I wouldn't even have the time of life. I would sit there no emotion. I would sit there with the dumbest look on my face and I would be completely fine. Yeah, you know, and, and it's a horrible sm- spot to be in because it is. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's we're very all discouraging. In, oh yeah, because we're all in like spots like that. I know I'm in a spot like that. Like right now, it's just like okay, like the most minuscule like task, mm-hmm. like sitting there watching paint dry or like watching grass grow. Like mm-hmm. that's the other one. Like stuff like that. I would be like, I could sit here and do that and be yeah perfectly fine. I feel like my mind would be emptied out man yeah just blank and so like nothing I, going I understand on. how discouraging it can be mm-hmm. um we're about running out of time but i think the biggest points from this i could say is 
get involved in the community mm-hmm. of young adults. Talk to people. Talk to people. Talk to people you trust. That's, yeah. That's the big thing. Talk to people you trust. Talk to your parents. Your parents want to hear these things about you mm-hmm. because guess what, guys? Whether you want to believe me or not, they were also your age. They were also 20 years old. They were also 15 <laughs> years old. They were also, you know, whatever, okay? So they know about these things just as much as you do. In fact, they know more about those things because they're out of it. So talk to your parents, talk to those family members, talk to your girlfriends or Talk whatever. to the leaders talk at your church. Leaders. First, talk to God. Yeah. That is the biggest thing. And this has always been something incredibly hard for me to comprehend, that the God of the universe, the one who literally created everything. And listen, sometimes I say this with such, I don't want to say shallowness, but like I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't comprehend it. But then I have moments where I can comprehend it. And right now I'm kind of comprehending it. Um. The God of the universe, like, can you just imagine him sitting next to you and saying, what's going on? What's going on? What's like, happening? Hey, hey, hey. I Talk know, I know something's up. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And just kind of like sitting there, just looking at you. Hold your a, hand. With a very soft look and just kind of like, just rubbing your back. Like, hey, like, talk to me. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard. It's very crazy to think that the God of the universe sitting up on his big throne would come down here. And spirit, just sit next to you and be like, hey, I know what's going on, but I want you to tell me. Yeah, and I, it's want like, you, I want you to talk about it's it like, anyway. it's like when, um It's like when a kid lies and um, your parent, the parent knows exactly what he yeah. did or he or she did. But like, they're like, hey, I want you to come and admit that. I want that to be on your own time, on your own free will, just to see if you, like, once you get into the practice of like, or once, for example, in the whole lying thing, like, once you get in the practice of telling the truth, it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with going to talk to God. Once you get in the, the habit of just talking to God on a regular basis, then, you know, walking down the street, hey, God, like, what's up? Hey, God, this is, like, a really pretty sky you have going on here yeah. today, you know? Once you get in the habit of making that regular conversation, it becomes easier. Yeah. So talk to God about these things. Um, talk to God, and, and I know right off the bat that... Um, God, God did make us to be in community with each other. Mm-hmm. So he would encourage us to talk to our parents, talk to people we trust, talk to our leaders, our small group leader at church, talk to, just talk. It's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, I we covered a lot of the we points. Covered a, we did. We I think we covered, I mean, I would say the majority of what we talked about yeah. on Saturday. I feel like there were other things, but I can't yeah. really remember. No, me, me neither. But... Um, we still did, I think we did pretty good with trying good. to cover, like, the main ones that yeah. we talked about. Yeah. Because, yeah, Sarah, I mean, it yeah. was a bummer when we deleted it. I know, it was really good, too. It's fine. Um, did we have any announcements? Um, so I feel like Serious Saturday, that, which should probably be our Topic Tuesday. Rabbit Topic Tuesday. Um, or do you want to have another Serious Saturday? It depends. I mean, we could if we wanted to yeah. go into, you know. I, I kind of was thinking about this. I want to get... I want to do one with our parents, or one with our parents, wow. talking about, like, hey, that that relationship, you know, mm-hmm. that child-parent relationship, but um, anyway, any announcements? I don't think we have announcements. I did have a random question that I've been wanting to ask. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> this is, like, super random, and I was <laughs> going to save this for Tuesday, but I was like, no, I'm not going to remember it. What is the craziest thing someone's ever asked you about like your appearance like assume like have they ever been like oh did you get like a like 
cheekbone lift? A facelift? Yeah. Did you get a nose job? Did you get like, oh, are those real eyebrows? I don't know. Like, have you ever? I have been been asked that question before. Yeah. (laughs) They're just like, are your eyebrows real? I'm like, yeah. That is so funny. Did they ever ask about your hair? Because she has mermaid hair. She has really long, thick hair. I am very proud of my hair right now because I didn't. Like, did they ever ask you if it's real? Um. Yeah, there's like a, there's like that jokingly, like jokingly, like ask like, oh my gosh, is your hair real? Has anyone ever asked you if you have gotten a nose job because she has a pretty cute nose? That people definitely no, I don't think I have a cute nose. I think you have a cute nose. Girl, stop. I'm serious. (laughs) No, I, I haven't been asked that question like before, at least about my nose. I feel like, I don't know. I think, I think one of the craziest things that I might have been asked is like, oh, like. I don't know. Wait. I'm trying to remember now. I feel like I've been asked, like, hey, do you, like, work out or something? That's not too crazy. But I don't. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's kind no, of No, but, like, it was, like, I don't know. The question was, like, specified, like, to my legs, which was really weird. <laughs> so I was, like, no. <laughs> and they were, like, you don't? And I was, like, no. <laughs> I mean, you kind of do. You work at Bethel Feed. You probably I mean, lift the bags and yeah. lift with your legs, not your boot or your back. Yeah. I mean, I try to do that. It's just, I don't know. It was, like, really weird. The question was, like, specific to something, and I was like, what? No. <laughs> I was like, why would you ask me that? <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. What? What about you? Um, recently, recently. I just, I thought of one that I witnessed someone ask you, but continue. Recently, someone asked me if I use lip plumpers. Lip plumpers? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you? No. Oh, yeah. Well, your lips are naturally plump. Well, I think here's a, I used my theory about that is like, I used to be, like my face used to be chunkier, rounder. So I think I've just slimmed down and everything has just kind of been. Your lips just. Yeah. Pop, so like, popping out. I've been asked if I have lip plumpers or if That's I've been using very lip funny. plumpers. I'm like, it's funny that you think that I have money to be able to afford lip <laughs> it's, it's um, great. And then I've also been asked if my freckles are. Really? Yeah. I have, like, I have freckles on my cheeks. Oh, you know, very light on my cheeks and a little bit yeah. on my nose. And I've had many, many people ask if they're real or really? if I just painted them on there. I'm just like, it's funny what? that you think I want to spend time putting fake freckles on my face. No. Um, and then I have yeah, that facts. artistic ability. I do not. I have been asked so many times if my freckles are real. That's yes, That's so funny. Real. What was the one you were talking about? Okay, this one uh, happened... Maybe a month or two ago, probably about more a month ago. But it was really funny because we went to dinner. Uh-huh. Do you know where I'm going with this? We went to dinner at a Chinese restaurant, uh-huh. and the literal waitress was just like, "Are you Asian?" <laughs> <laughs> and, like we both just we I, were like, "Listen, I get asked that what? all the time. They all every by every Asian person, they're always like, yeah. where are you from?'" And then they try to speak. Chinese to me. It's I'm like, like oh, I'm so American. I am so American. <laughs> like, I am dude. so American, guys. They, but, like, yeah, no, I, I do get asked that a lot. Like, where I you? thought that was so funny because that's the first time I've witnessed someone ask you that, and I didn't know people asked you that. And it was just like, but that's what the waitress other, said. And it's I was only like, other Asians that ask me that. But that's they are so the ones weird. They ask me the most. Like, yeah. why, though? Because it's know. like, it's pretty evident. Well, I don't even know. I've had some people say that I don't look 100% Chinese, oddly enough. I've hmm. had a couple people say that. Even Noah, my brother, he was like, "Yeah, no, she doesn't look 100 percent Chinese." Oh, was just like, I'm no like, one, no one's sure. like 80, so he his He's eyes definitely like 30. Yeah, his eyes don't work. It's fine. But um, <laughs> I mean, he did get his 
face knocked up by a pole, like, fence post. Oh, well, that's not good. Or a pole digger or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, those are some weird ones that that's I've been asked. very interesting Super question. random, but I just wanted to ask that because it is still Tuesday. It's a very funny so question. I figured I'd ask. Yeah. Have, like, a little random question and yeah. then why not? So today... Was our Rapid Topic Tuesday, but we did talk about our topic on Saturday because we accidentally deleted it. Whoops. By, by we, I mean me. That's um, I think we did really good, dude. I think we did. We covered uh, we covered basically Serious everything that Saturday, I yeah. I mean that I can at least remember us yeah. talking about. Yeah. But yeah. So um, we will be releasing an episode on Saturday. We haven't decided if it's going to be a Rapid Topic Tuesday or a Serious Saturday. Um, but Thanks. I think that's. All do we have yeah. any other announcements or anything? I don't think so. If you guys ever want us to hear us like talk about something specific, like always reach out. Yeah, like we'll talk it. about whatever. Yeah. Um, whether it's serious or whether it's just like a funny thing, like hey, this will be good for like a Tuesday topic yeah. question or whatever. Um, right. So um, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out for that. If you want to be on the podcast, don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, we love you. Thank you much. guys for listening. If you've made it to the end. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, uh, I don't even who said that. Congratulations. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> that sounds that does sound it familiar. It does sound though. familiar. Um anyway. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh we will see you or you will hear us on Saturday. Saturday. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs>